This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Welcome back, I feel like I hope everyone had a long, a nice, long safe holiday weekend welcome back it's tuesday it feels like monday but it's not oh, I was gonna say, it feels, <laughs> feels like thursday <laughs> oh i mean yeah like it feels like monday in terms of like it's the first work day but i would like it to be later in the week than it is yeah it's it's hard like everyone is always like after a long weekend we should have the day off but then it's like okay but then we should have another day off because it's like the continue it's like a snowball effect but it's like don't don't talk to me at like 9 a.m. It's not necessary. Don't do it. <laughs> Good thing it's not 9 a.m. right now because we have lots to Hell talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to talk about Roni. I feel like we should just do below deck med first because I think it's going to take about 30 seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay with that. It was um, it was very suspenseful and it didn't need to be. You know, (laughs) yeah, I will say like the first episode, like really got my heart rate going and I was like, oh, fuck, like this is intense. And then the second episode, they were like, "Okay, chef should be back in an hour. (laughs) You know, what's funny is I feel like this crew doesn't have drama. And I know it's only obviously the second episode, but I feel like they (laughs) on on day two, they don't have drama. They're just so like chill that the the, like production, I feel like is like, oh, my God, like, what do we do? Let's flip Maureen the magical unicorn over to make it look like crazy. (laughs) But (laughs) at this point, at this point, the charter guests have more drama than the crew because it's unclear whether this wedding is even going to happen. Yeah. And like the bachelor and bachelorette joint parties even though they weren't joint they just happened to be the same day they both did different excursions but you know what i noticed maybe we will see more of this in the season but like okay z is starting to feel out courtney and matt's flirting with lexi and david's flirting with malia and i'm like hmm i okay the the fact that dave and malia are like flirting with Kinda each cute. other is really yeah Oh, I was going to go the opposite direction. (laughs) I just feel like we just watched that sailing out season where Gary, you know, Malia is Dave's manager. Gary was Sydney's manager. We know how that went. Like, I just feel like I know, like, don't screw the crew is like a funny joke or whatever, but I feel like it's pretty, like, pretty bad to screw someone who's like on your team, like who you manage. So I, I kind of like, I mean, as much as a lot of people really don't like Malia, I have my feelings about her, whatever, but I'm like kind of rooting for her to have a better season because I don't want to hate people the whole season. Um, And I just feel like that's not the way. I feel like that's not the answer. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I honestly really, I like her better than I did already last week, uh, last week, last season. 
And even when Z let that jet ski go, she was very like, you know what? Yeah. I've done it too, whatever. So I feel like she's almost taking a step back and is like, I need to be a manager, but I need to also be chill and know that people are learning, whatever. But back to Matt really quick. It's like funny because he said he has anxiety, which is was very clear last week when, when he left. But then he also said he's done this two other times before. And I was like, yeah. um... Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like his, um, <laughs> so... his, you know, like medical excuse is giving me like Ramona Singer vertigo vibes, but yeah. Like um... you're a chef. Okay. I've said this about other chefs before too. What do you, what did you, I really do want to ask this question. What did you think you were going to do? Like you came on a boat to be a chef. Yeah. He's like, I still don't know where anything is. So look for it. Look around, take five minutes, look around the galley. What's the issue? I don't, it doesn't make it make sense. It's like when you are going to like an event or a party or something and you are like in like your, your mind is like, I want to go, but like your heart and like the rest of your body is like, why am I going to this? Why am I going to this? And it's like, literally you're like standing outside the door of the event. Like, well, you're like, I just need to take one foot. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I just need the crew to make crew food. So like I can focus on anything the guests want. And I'm like, no, no, babe, you're the chef. Like you make the crew food. I love if I have to see one more time, Sandy and him standing in a hallway, just staring at each other because they don't know what to say. Uh, I like how Sandy basically had to like trick him via baby steps into agreeing to do his full job. (laughs) She's like, okay. So like for today, We'll handle the crew food and then we'll talk about it again tomorrow. And then the next day she's like, okay, so crew food. She's like, I'll organize, <laughs> I'll organize the fridge for you. And then she like puts lemon, like she like moves the, she's like, I'll organize the fruits and vegetables. I was like, Sandy, get out, you know, get out of the walk-in and go back upstairs. You don't, you don't. <laughs> yeah, like Sandy, please find something. <laughs> please go to your job. Sandy loves nothing more than a reason to be in the galley that, doesn't really require her to be in the galley. So we know she loves to hover. I really did take a deep breath though, when he did come and like make the food for the guests. And it was like great food because I was like, Oh yeah. Oh my God. And I, and it makes me so happy because it's like, if you're good at your job, I know it takes time to, you know, come over these fears and, and issues that you have, but like you're good at your job. So just like do it, own it. Own it. In the words of whatever her name is, the primary, we're on a mega yacht. It was Sandy, we're on a mega yacht. I <laughs> Therese. Therese is her name. Therese, yes, of course. How could I forget? Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, let's talk about Roni. Um, another another bumpy road of an episode, I would say. The last um, 10 minutes. Of the last 10 minutes. Of the last... I, yeah, I mean, yes, in terms of, like, the actual, like, head in my hands watching through my fingers. But I, I feel like, in general, this... There's just... This cast is struggling to really get on, like, a, a smooth road in terms of, like the vibe of the season because even you know at the beginning of the episode we're sort of like um you know recovering from election week it's like unclear exactly what it is but you know leah's inviting everyone to salem to like unwind or something and you know luann makes a joke about <laughs> which is not wearing underwear so they can grip the broom i was like i didn't and i didn't just need like, to hear that <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Okay, here we go. Another trip. Woohoo. Like, I've been to Salem before and it's actually I, w- I went like when I was a little younger, but it actually is really cool and really fun place. But like they I feel like it, these trips are good for these women because they need to be more open and interested yeah. in other things. It is it is interesting because like we've talked about how when they were filming, you know, stuff in New York City was pretty shut down still. So they clearly it feels like they're trying to spend as little time in the, in the city. city as mm-hmm. possible this mm-hmm. season, which I think I understand why they're doing that. It probably made sense for in terms of just like filming locations and stuff, but it's like, it's hard to feel very like grounded in the season when it like, anytime they're going on one of these trips, it's not part of their normal life. Yeah. Like we're not seeing them kind of just like go about their lives and like meet each other every couple days for lunch. It's like, it feels like a whole big thing and it's kind of not like right because it's like an unnatural it's like an unnatural environment when they're in these trips so i wish we were getting a little more just kind of day-to-day life right because we're used to seeing them go out on like a saturday night and see the drama from that night that they went out like the next morning yeah oh i miss like our own lives like our own lives (laughs) i know i know and i know part of like part of that is me just like complaining about the state the world was in. Like, I know it's not totally yeah. like, ugh, why aren't we seeing like them getting drinks more? But um, <laughs> I did love seeing Ebony and Sonia's trip to Philly. I thought that was like a really, that was a really nice, that was probably my favorite part of the episode. Okay. So I'm watching and I go, why do I know that? I know Devin. Devin. I was like, um, hello, she's on Real World Brooklyn and then on The Challenge, which you know is my favorite show on television. So I was like, wait a <laughs> second, but it was so, you know, when you like bump into someone, you're like, where do I know you from? Yes. But I was, it was so out of the blue to me and like a different show. So I go, wait, wait, why do I know? Who is that? Why do I know her? So I was like, wow, that's really funny that this is like what she's doing now. She was on MTV for like yeah. a, a long time. And she's like, I th- I'm pretty sure she and Ebony are like legit friends in mm-hmm. real life. Like that's like Ebony's girl. Um, but I thought Ebony and Sonia's conversation on the bus down was so great. And I loved seeing, I feel like Sonia and Ebony are on 
such a real level with each other at this point. And the difference between watching them have a conversation versus like last week when Ramona invited Ebony over and they're saying like, Oh, like I really, like, I really love you. Like I really want to get close to you. Like with, with Ebony and Sonia, that feels genuine and not forced. Whereas with Ramona, it's like Ramona is literally just like, I want to be your friend. Please let me be your friend. Right. But like, it does it, feel very, the connection's not it there. It does feel very natural with them, which is exactly what a friendship is. And that's okay that Ramona and Ebony aren't friends, but take it slow. Like you, and that's exactly what Ebony is trying to do. But I, I, I'm like, at one point I'm like, Ebony, just, you guys aren't meant to be friends. I know you're really trying, but it's just like, come on, you know, yeah. you're not going to have a cup of tea I, and sit down and it be real. Like, just give it up. It's tough because, I think like a lot of people I've seen online or whatever and on the show too are sort of criticizing Ebony for like, you know, bringing, bringing racial stuff up all the time or like not being able to loosen up. And I think the issue is not so much like how much she's bringing it up. I like, I don't care. Like I think she should be able to talk about whatever Mm -hmm. she wants to talk about. But for me, I just feel like I feel for Ebony that like I want her to have a positive experience in this group and I want her to be like you know to feel like she's part of this group and I want to know like what she thinks is going to come out of having these conversations and like later in the episode you know it's one thing to talk about you know Black Lives Matter and all of this stuff and like but when she specifically is bringing up you know about did you vote for Trump and what was your reason for voting for Trump? And like all of this stuff, like she has to know that Ramona is not going to have that conversation with her. And like, you know, it's just not some, it's not going to be productive. It's not something that Ramona is going to like buy into. And so I like, it's not that I wish Ebony would like just be fun and stop talking about real stuff. I just like, I don't know kind of what she thinks I don't think she's going to gain anything from it. Well, and also like you're not changing people. So like Ramona's not going to be like, you know what? I am going to start having these conversations. She's not, you're not. <laughs> so, and I like how Leah even got involved at that point. And was like, you can't talk like she's not, you're almost wasting. Well, she said it without saying it. She's like, you're wasting your time talking to Ramona because she's not right. going to have those conversations. And, and I think that's where I am. It's like, I, I think Ebony is like such a, such an impressive person Mm -hmm. and like so you know she seems like so formidable and it's like I do feel like she's kind of wasting her time Mm -hmm. on Ramona Singer and so I'm like I'm it's it's frustrating to see because I'm like Ebony in so many circles of people would be like thriving and in this group it's like I just well and the thing is I agree with what you said it's not Ebony it's it's know your audience almost because it's like Ramona didn't get along with Leah. Ramona's not getting along with Ebony. Ramona's fought with Jill. Ramona has fought with that. Ramona has fought with everyone. So it's like the common denominator here, regardless of what the topic Mm -hmm. of conversation is. This topic of conversation just makes things 10 times worse. Yeah. It's interesting. Leah points that out that, you know, like she had issues with most of the women in the group when she first came around and Ramona sort of like, (laughs) doesn't want to hear it. She like, shuts it down. I think Ramona is in a place where like, she just has never really, she's had a lot of personal drama on the show, Mm -hmm. but she's never really been like challenged in terms of like who she is as a person. Mm -hmm. And so I think she just feels really like 
backed into a corner. And obviously her, the way that she's handling that as a person is like not very graceful. Well, because her, her way of handling situations is to getting up and leaving. Right. And she feels, I think she, you know, whether she would admit it or not, I think Ebony is like hitting on something that is exists in her and she feels attacked. She feels seen. She feels, you know, exposed, whatever. And so like, she can't have that white supremacy conversation or that Donald Trump conversation because she can't, I think she knows that she can't like actually defend herself in that setting. I like, I agree. But at the same time, the white supremacy, um, like the fact that she said that was a little like what I, even I was taken back. I was like, that's a, like, this is a serious phrase to bring up, like in a conversation that you're just having with women. Like Luann was like a fet. She's like, are you calling us like white supremacy? Even, even Leah said that Leah was like, just explain what you mean yeah. by that. Because that, that is a little heavy right. to call someone. I, yeah, no, I, I think I, I thought Leah's approach made sense where she was like, it's not that you are, you know, wrong about that or that you are like I don't think it's like out of line for her to say that but like it's another thing where it's like she had to have known that that would be sort of you know that that would cause that reaction in the group Mm -hmm. and so I think like yeah it's just it's a tough topic we've seen throughout these last few episodes that the women are clearly not comfortable discussing this stuff so I think like that's more my thing with Ebony is it's like I would love to see some more like forward motion just with the group dynamic. And I think it's, it's tough because these conversations are important, but at the same time, like Ramona's not going to have the conversation. Yeah. Like so... even when she, she was bringing up like Trump and voting and Bersham was even like, this isn't, this conversation is not going any, it's not, it's literally just like, it's not going anywhere. And so um, that's, it's a little frustrating to see. That's why like, even you were saying when you watched before, I was like, yeah, this is cringy. But I I was sitting there just with my head like on my hand. I was like, oh, my God, these conversations are just like one. It, it's like, I don't know. Is it the time or place? It's like I saw online, too. Now everyone online is like saying all this stuff, like seeing both sides. Everyone's like, I want to watch Housewives. Like, I want to I want to see like fun drama. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. How long is this going to go on for? And it's like, well, like we're saying these are real. They're not going anywhere. These conversations. But at the same time, I get what people are saying. They want to see like drunken nights out making out with people. And that's not what we're getting. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms 
gums and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I, okay, we're coming to a point where like, I sort of think this really could be Ramona's last season. And I feel like it's something that I won't fully believe until it happens. Like I won't, 100% think like Bravo will fire Ramona Singer until it happens. But like, I feel like more than ever before, we're at a point with the show, in the world, with the group where I'm like, they could like, this could be a better show without Ramona on it. Ramona feels comfortable and the show is a little stale with her on it. Yeah. And like, this is, I think this is the first season where Ramona has always brought so much to the table in terms of, you know, the arguments and whatever, and like the drama, Mm -hmm. but like this season, I feel like the sort of plot can't move forward because Ramona won't engage in these conversations with Ebony. And I totally respect Ebony's boundary that she's like, I'm not going to kiki with you. If I don't feel like I am sure that you are like on my side as a person. And so like, I think it's tough because a lot of people would be able to just say like, yes, like let's have this conversation. I'm on the right page, like whatever. And like Ebony wants to have fun. Like she wants to move forward and she wants to, you know, have girl talk, she says. And it's like, I think if Ramona weren't there, I think they would be at that point by now. Right, because they would would have the conversation, move on. Even Leah was like, let's just, after cursing out Ramona, she was like, let's just talk through it and then we'll be done and then go. And then Ramona comes back and is like, all right, let's play a game. Like thinking she's just going to like change this up. She's just going to like change the subject and be everyone's going to be like, you know what, Ramona, you're right. Let's go. No, like it doesn't work that way. Ramona is so embarrassing. Like Leah was like, she should have stayed. She was like, she should have stayed wherever she went. Like wherever she was, she should have stayed <sighs> there for a little bit. But um look, I'm sorry for being white. Okay. I'm white. Like, oh God. It just like makes me cringe. So like I have I have enjoyed Ramona Singer so much over the years, but this season it's just like, oh, it's tough. It's real tough. Well, I'm glad you feel that way because 
mine this is finally catching up i have felt i'm like you know what's funny though she's been on for so long and i still think getting rid of vicky and tamra were more extreme than if she goes i agree well i i because the thing is i think at this point i think new york would have so much potential to get better without Ramona next season. Whereas I think when they got rid of Vicky and Tamara from OC, they didn't have the cast in place right. to keep the show strong. And we saw that with season 15, it was rough. And so I think like, if you got rid of Ramona and had like Dorinda and or Tinsley come back, Ebony, Leah, um, you know, Sonia, and maybe like one or two new people like that, sounds like a really strong cast yeah. whereas like orange county it was like okay so you have emily shannon <laughs> elizabeth vargas like there there just wasn't that like infrastructure in place to take out to be honest you know, that would be so floor. funny obviously i had my feelings like against dorinda last season just because like it got to me like her behavior got to me even though this was fully needed for like her break but to get rid of Ramona and then to bring back Dorinda and Tinsley and then have Ramona as a friend of <laughs> be Dur- Ramona, Oof. Dorinda's friend. I don't know if Ramona needs die. the friend of treatment. No, I but think I would you gotta... love to see that Dorinda's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona, Dorinda's friend. That would be brutal. Um, what did you think about the rest of the trip? Like this hotel that they're staying at, the Hawthorne Hotel? So... <laughs> First of all, their welcome bags and rooms. I was like, okay, whoever is in charge of their like hospitality at the hotel is like doing really had a roses waiting for them, care packages, fruit platters in all the rooms. They were like so excited. The real houses of New York were coming, but like that is it. And Ramona was like, is the room service included? Do I have to pay for it? Bitch, have you ever been to a fucking hotel? Yes, you have to pay for room service. Like, that is not included. And she was like... like to, honestly, that's a question for production. Like, ask NBC if they're paying for room service. You can afford a $13 omelet, okay? And, <laughs> and also, she was like, she's always this girl. <laughs> this woman is always so concerned what time breakfast. When is breakfast? And she and they were like, oh my God, they hung up there. Our clothes were like, this hotel was actually really nice. I'm not into the whole saging and everything, but it goes with the theme. It, it you know... They're in this like witchy vibes. Like I said, Salem is a really cool place to go. They have like awesome tours and it's like you learn like really cool things. So I wonder if we'll see them do any of that, which I'm assuming we will. I will say Luann, Luann is really on to the sex jokes this episode because she jokes about that maybe maybe a, a different kind of ghost will come into her room at night. Uh- <laughs> but also speaking of Luann, I was going to say she's very, they always show her like, you know, her facial expressions like when she's not very warm when she does when she's introduced to new things have you noticed that about luann like she's very like it takes her a minute to like grasp what's going on or what they're doing or you know i mean i feel like we now give ramona kind of this title of being like the most sort of like stuck up like insulated like she's in her bubble but thinking thinking back to those first few seasons especially like Luann was uppity as hell. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Lu- Luann was like the blueprint of like being closed minded, basically. And I think she has loosened up in a lot of ways, but also she's somebody who has like deeply ingrained in her like social norms and stuff. And it's still kind of like, oh, like 
I don't want to get a tattoo. Yeah. And so, but now she's thinking about it. So they all get dressed in this like latex and leather and lace and they all came through. I have to say they all looked hot. Everybody looked good. Yeah. And Everybody Sonia was good. like, I had this one. I didn't like it. I gave it to my daughter. I was like, I would never want my mom like having like a leather outfit that doesn't fit. And so she just like giving it to me like it. That's like, you know, I don't know. i also when they were speaking of the the clothing for the trip when they were packing we get the little montage and luann just saying well we're going to a haunted house so i need a good chapeau it's like what are you talking about and it's did you know that it's is it bad luck to put hats on the bed nope i've never heard never heard about that obviously i know shoes on the table like shoes on a table are like bad luck well that's just gross yeah true Hats on a bed. I've never heard. Her assistant was like really taken back. She's like, have you never heard that? Meanwhile, she had like 12 hats on the bed. And she, I was like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I mean, I guess we, we'd have to ask like Kyle Richards or somebody. Like I'm not enough of like a hat connoisseur. Like I just have a bunch of like baseball caps. But, you know, maybe maybe when you have like a nice chapeau, you don't put it on the bed. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, I mean, also going back to that dinner, like Sonia, they were all calling out Sonia for playing both sides. And and Sonia was honestly pretty honest. She was like, I did say that. I did say that. No, I said that. Like she Ruan always gets very mad when Sonia, when she catches Sonia yeah. playing like both sides, which I get. Like you're gonna call honestly, out. Honestly, though, like based on the like footage that they showed from that conversation with Luann and Ramona, I didn't really feel like she was playing both sides. I think like you can acknowledge that maybe it's a little repetitive with Ebony or that it feels like you can't, that you want to get deeper and move on, move into a different dynamic personally mm-hmm. without saying like, she's so preachy. And like, I don't think Sonia really came across that way. Yeah. And also like, also like, I think she has shown Ebony on a personal level that they are close enough and that they do have enough of a relationship that like making one or two comments to Sonia or to Luann and Ramona doesn't like negate all of that. Like what Leah did last week, Leah and and Ebony have a foundation, like they have a friendship. So she was able to say whatever she wanted, like coming from Ramona when she says stuff to Ebony, like it's not, it's weird. It's like, you're just saying things that you think the audience wants to hear, which I'm kind of overhearing anything from you anyway. Oh my God. I'm so mean. Sorry. I just, you know, I'm over. Just over, but <gasps> just over her. I'm glad Bershan's on the trip too. Like, I'm excited yeah. for more of her. Energy. I definitely think, I definitely think it helps to have like one extra person there. Um, you know, obviously they tried that with Heather. It didn't go so great, but I think <laughs> no. Bershan seems like, I think Bershan seems like a little more of like a, a, just kind of like a bonus person in the group who's probably not going to be like, central in a conflict or something but like sometimes you just need like one more person imagine they thought heather was going to be they're like all right great we're 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 set like we have heather like as a friend up for the season they're like okay that went downhill really fast we need someone else like quick i mean i think that's essentially what happened (laughs) well uh well i i hope that we can you know enjoy the rest of the salem trip it's going to be interesting to see sort of how Ramona handles the rest of this trip because yeah yeah and just no like 
I don't know. The, the white supremacy thing was really like, I, I was like, whoa, that's so like a lot for housewives. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't get, I don't know. I was like, but that, I don't know. Yeah. I, it was. It, yeah. I mean, it's just the kind of, I it's hate the kind that. of thing where like Ramona is not somebody who's going to handle that conversation well. And yeah. she did not. It, so it, and point proven. So, all right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.